Uh, so welcome to the As Told By You podcast. Uh, I am Bill, this is Brian, and we are here talking to Ash and Lada with the Whitmore School. So thank you so much yeah, for coming. Thank you for being course. here. So tell me a little bit about you, first of all. So where, how do you get to this place and, uh, and you know, what do you do? Yeah, so I am Ashton, originally from Greenville, South Carolina. Um, I graduated from the University of South Carolina in 2019, which is only two years ago, but it feels like a lifetime all of a sudden. Um, and straight out of college, I joined the Whitmore team as a public relations manager. So I do a little bit of everything I like to say. I do social media, I do event planning, I do marketing, I get the chance to speak with our students and tell their stories. Um, basically, if you can think it, I like to say we've tried it through marketing and a lot of it's been super successful. That's awesome. Tell me about, um, tell me about marketing for a, a charter school. Mm -hmm. um, I, I feel like it's a little different than certainly a private school. And we work with like Richland 2, which, you know, you can only go to Richland 2 if you live in Richland 2, yeah. right? Yeah. So um, I, I find it interesting to uh, think about marketing for somebody who's not making money from it necessarily. Yeah. Tell me about that a little bit. Exactly. Sorry, Whitmore School is a high school, right? Like, well, it's, what, yeah. what is it a college, like a pre-college? What is so it? let's talk about that. What is, what is the Whitmore School? I, we, we go into this yeah. assuming we yeah, know what yeah, it is yeah. because we work with kids. Because actually, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. We, got, we got a graduation. Let's, okay. Yeah, we got a give graduation. The, give, me the, uh, give me the elevator pitch. Yeah, yeah, so SC Whitmore School is an online public charter high school in South Carolina. So we serve the entire state, all 46 counties, grades 9 through 12 and completely online so our students don't come physically to a building so they can sign on from the beach from the mountains from their living room wherever it's comfortable for them we are completely self-paced no semesters they can work ahead if they need to or if they need a little bit of time to catch up they can do that too so we're kind of a, a one-stop shop for education for high schoolers in south carolina yeah, before it was a trendy thing. And you've been virtual yeah. for 10 years, right? Yes, since yeah. 2011. So, and you got your charter, I'm assuming. We did. We okay. got it renewed this year, so we're nice. super excited. So we're here for hopefully a long, 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 long time to come to serve South Carolina students. Well, and I find it interesting. We've covered your graduation twice, I think, so like 2018, 19. Mm -hmm. um, and it's fascinating to see these kids get together for a graduation, mm -hmm. and most of them have never really met or yeah. been in the same room yeah. because they've all been virtual. Mm -hmm. um, so all of it, it's kind of a fascinating, um, you know, environment. Um, and I know, you know, my son is 17 and thinking about entrepreneurship and thinking about making money and starting a business. And he's like, why do I have to sit in a high school for seven hours a day? I need to be out making money. And I'm like, you know, I don't know. Uh, maybe yeah. Whitmore School is a, is, a good, yeah. is a good choice, you know. Yeah, we're a great spot for students who maybe are athletes whose parents maybe travel or they're just looking for something a little different. It's It doesn't, they don't have to sit in a classroom for eight hours a day. It gives them that flexibility to kind of just live their life, but also make sure they're getting their high school diploma so at the same time. They have sports? We do not have oh, sports. So they're so, like club sports people. Well, they can go back to their brick and mortar and actually participate in that way. Gotcha. Yeah, so a lot of flexibility in that way too. Yeah, so whatever your whatever school you're zoned for, you play sports for, gotcha. like yeah. like Dutch Fork or whatever. Exactly. You know, if you can make the team, which exactly. nobody can, because they're <laughs> they're very they're very discerning at Dutch Fork. Oh, um, so uh, <laughs> if you're going to online school, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, but but look, you could be the dark horse. You, you know, you just be. come in there yep. and like be that like where did this kid come from? Yeah. You know, so we have a few kids. Sunshine. Like yeah, that's right. Like. Like the coaches don't know that kid from day to day, so he could walk into pr practice and be like, 
Where'd this guy come from? Anyway. That'd be funny. That would be funny. Um, so uh, tell me what led you to PR uh, yeah. as a thing. What, what, what's interesting about sure. it to you? So my, my major at Carolina was broadcast journalism. So I thought I wanted to be on TV and, you know, do all that fun stuff. But I've always just loved talking to people, getting to know them, and having the opportunity to share information and learn information. Um, so with that, and I also love school. So my minor was education. So SE Whitmore was just a perfect combination to kind of bring everything together, to bring talking with everybody, to bring community. It just was a one-stop shop for me um, career-wise. But yeah, I love it. So PR, I love the opportunity to share people's story and help them understand that we may be a perfect place for you. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, then it gets back to, you know, the money question you asked for. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what? So what's it like? marketing a, a thing that doesn't make money that's that's interesting yeah i think it's almost easier in a way because we're not we're not selling a product we're just saying we want to help you so so let us help you you know so we're saying we believe in what we do and we would like the opportunity to show you that we are successful with this platform with this with this education um initiative and we want you to try it out and if it works for you, we're so excited. But if not, that's okay too. And there, there are other things that may work better for you. Yeah. So do you need donations? Do you need fundraising? Do you do have that element of so it? So no? we're a public school from the state of South Carolina. So all of our money is funded directly from the state of South Carolina, just like any other public school would be. Um, so we're based off of numbers. So however many students we get is how we get our funding, just like a traditional public school would. Um, so I, I think it's interesting that what you're doing is, is um, I mean, you're not doing it, it's just as naturally how it works, but yeah. you're, you've removed one barrier mm -hmm. from people connecting with the brand that you're working with. Yeah. You know, yeah. a lot of times the barrier is cost, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So when we're marketing, we have that barrier of cost, like what is things, what's the budget for this, what does it cost? And, you don't have to have that conversation, which I think is really interesting. Yeah, yeah. So you can you can kind of get down to just what is it that we do, mm -hmm. and it and is yeah, it but a isn't good there fit? a budget? We do, we do, we do have a budget that we have. <laughs> well, to I know, in. but you don't, but in a marketing sense, you don't have to talk about budget. You know, uh, you don't have to think about that as an obstacle. Somewhat, though. I mean, they can't just say, okay, we're going to make a million videos. To yeah, yeah. It's like I would guess it's almost like your students are your currency. In a way, yeah. Because the more yeah. students you have, the more money the school gets. So the more students you can yeah, so they're recruit. Yeah. yeah, in a way. So that's that's very true. We do have a budget that we kind of have to stick with so we can market out to the state of South Carolina. But we also rely heavily on just word of mouth and student referrals and family referrals. Just saying, we had a great experience. Uh, can you tell your friends and mm -hmm. you know your family, your cousins, especially now during COVID, we're having a lot of current students say, hey, like, I'm doing this, you should try it, because I know you may not be 100% comfortable going to your brick and mortar, so, so try SC with yeah. school. So that's been super successful right now, too. I would guess that with the virtual school in the normal public school for the last you know, year, those teachers aren't, weren't familiar with teaching online. So I would guess your teachers already had a game plan, they knew what they mm -hmm. were doing, so the Whitmore School students are probably getting a much better education online because they're not catching up because they're not catching up it's how they learn or whatever right yeah, so yeah. we like to say that yeah we like to call ourselves the experts in online education because we've been doing since 2011 and our teachers are prepared that's what they do on a daily basis it just 
comes naturally to them because it's And there was no change for you. Was no, yeah, there was no, no pivot change. in no March change. of 2020 yeah. like everybody else did. That's right. That's yeah. right. Well, uh, so what kind of challenges do you face in a marketing PR sense with yeah, Whitmore School? Um, really, it just becomes, I mean, there are a few things, but bottom line, I would say just letting people know we're here for them. Um, because I think a lot of times when people are searching for schools, they don't they don't know about us at Whitmore. So that's our job and y'all help us with it too. But just getting the word out there, getting the student testimonials out there saying, you know, this was my experience. This is kind of why I decided on Whitmore you should try it too. And that's just why we want to be in the community up front. We want, hopefully when people think of online education, they think SC Whitmore School. Yeah, top of mind. Top of mind. Yeah. Do you, have you guys done a campaign that is like success stories in terms of, hey, we've been in a school now for 11 years and we have four people who have gone to the Ivy League or however many like, yeah, have you followed up with have you followed up yeah. previous students, previous alumni to say, where are you now? Yeah, we do. We do that a few different ways. Um, our most recent update to our website, suwhitmoreschool.org, um, on our alumni, alumni page, which are the videos that y'all help us produce, you can actually click there and see a list of all the colleges and universities our students attend. And it's, it's awesome to see you know a wide range of schools nationwide that they attend. But yeah, we've had students attend myriad schools from USC to Carolina to Harvard, all all the schools you could probably think of, they've been there. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting to think about uh, the idea that, um, you know, top of mind is important in this day and age, especially because I have a neighbor mm -hmm. um, that is a teacher and her school is essentially forcing her to come back mm -hmm. to in person yeah. and she's not comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. So she, we were talking about the other day, like, what do I do? I was like, well, you know, I know about a school where they're That's never, right. in, they're never in person. You should reach out to them, you know. And I kept meaning. So, by the way, let me talk to you about Tiffany when we're cool. done with this. Yeah, uh, do. but you know, I, so talking about the teachers, do you do you handle any type of interface? Because I imagine teachers are another commodity that you have because mm -hmm. you have to have the great the great online teachers and yeah. people to do that. Do you work with that at all as far as I, recruiting and things like that? Um, I guess long story short, no, we do. <laughs> we, we have a, a department for that who, who connects with the state. And again, it's a good thing word of mouth because we ask our current teachers, like, do y'all know any good teachers who are yeah, looking? Yeah. So it kind of works like that. Um, but yeah, that's a big part of it. Making sure that teachers know y'all can come teach virtually and you might really, really enjoy it. So why don't you try it out? You know? Yeah. Um, so, so I guess the answer to your question, no, but Teacher recruitment is a big part because we want our students to be successful. And when our teachers are successful, our students are successful. So it kind of is just that trickle down effect. That sort of helps with the platform too. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. And it's so important too because our students are online. So it's important for them to kind of build that relationship with the person that's teaching them. And it takes a really, really awesome, super fantastic educator to build that connection with the students uh, virtually. Yeah. That's awesome. It's, I guess there's a lot of humble bragging going on, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, yeah, we're awesome. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, people say we're people awesome. People say we're awesome. I mean, <laughs> I've had a lot of teachers tell me that uh, this is an amazing place. This is really good. It wasn't um, until I got. I've here. heard people say that. I don't yeah. know. Maybe maybe it's not true. <laughs> I, it's so hard for me. I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> yeah. Because then, yeah. I mean, seriously though, if you're like thinking about marketing the school, yeah, and all you have to go on is hey look at what we're doing right you don't and you have a product but it's not necessarily a 
product, like a tangible product. Mm-hmm. So you could be doing like curiosity posts where, hey, did you know you could do this with? Yeah. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. What, what, tell me about your platforms. What do you, what do you, where do you go to get the word out? And um, A little bit everywhere, I'd say, long story short. Um, so we connect um, through news stations across the state. Um, we do OTT advertisement on streaming platforms. We do print ads. We do email campaigns. Um, I'm probably missing something, but we do a little bit of radio. We do radio. Um, yeah. We do a little bit of everything. So we try to reach our students um, across the state of South Carolina, however that may be. We wanna we wanna be like we said, top of mind um, on whatever platform. Sometimes we even do geofencing ads where maybe a parent and a student are going to tutoring or at the local library, and hopefully our ad will pop up right there and be like, oh, I see Wilmer School. Let me yeah. click here to learn more. Because they're actively doing something, you're you're reaching them while they're thinking exactly, about it. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And so, uh, so how do you utilize the traditional media, the TV spots? Yes, so, yeah. Um, and, and that's, so your audience, talk, talk about your audience a little bit. Is it mainly parents? Is it, uh, is it the kids at all? Yeah, so I would say in high school, it's a little bit of both, but we still mostly see the parents making the decision in the household. And specifically, we see the moms making the decision, kind of steering the ship and kind of saying, you know what, this may be a good fit for you. Um, so I would say our audience, um, when it comes to the decision of education, is primarily moms in the households of high school students. Now, the students still have a say when it comes to their education, because of course, if they're like, I don't want to do this, they're probably not going to do it. But at the end of the day, if we can connect, hopefully, a potential student with a student who has been at SU at Warner School and been successful, they'll say, you know what, I see myself in that person. I yeah. want to try it. You yeah. Know? I think that's interesting that the one of the things that happened in the 1980s is that toy companies mm-hmm. stopped. They had previously marketed toys to parents because they said the parents are the one that buys the toys. Yeah. Yeah. So we have to tell the parents why the toys are good for the kids. But what they started doing in the 80s is they started marketing to the kids. And so what ended up happening was that the toy companies would market the toys directly to the children. Uh-huh. And then uh, that's where you get almost all of the beloved TV shows that I watched when I was a kid were really? all to sell toys. So He-Man, uh, G.I. Joe, tra- Transformers, Smurfs, they were all made by toy Care companies. Bears. I mean, Care Bears is like the 1984 most, not Care Bears, uh, Cabbage Patch Dolls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, but you know, they, they decided, the toy companies figured out mm-hmm. that if they made a TV show yeah, where the kids right. would invest in the show, like yeah. Transformers was a great example of that. It was all based on a toy. Yeah. And awesome. the show was to sell the toy. Um, That's good stuff. Yeah. And so I was in fifth grade when it came out and all my friends, we were like, which Transformer do you have? Do you have? Yeah. And cool. so I think there's um, a Netflix documentary all about that. All about that. Oh, really? The toys that made us, right? <laughs> the toys that made right, us. Right, right. Yeah. But um but I think it's an interesting thought that regardless of, you know, the moms and moms and some dads too are making yeah. the decision. Um I know that like with our teenage child, um you know, we're not going to be able to make him do anything, mm-hmm. right? I mean, mm-hmm. Once he gets to a certain age, yeah. 16, 17 years old, you know, I I can't make him go to whatever, yeah. you know, he's going to do uh, he's going to do what he does, mm-hmm. and so um, I think that's that's an interesting direction to mm-hmm. think about selling it to the kids, you know, so directly. Um, and I don't know how you would make an animated TV show about Whitmore School, but that might be that might be an <laughs> Maybe idea. That's next you know? <laughs> Maybe it's like a Saved by the Bell set in a virtual school, school, you know, like uh, yeah. 
you have uh, the boyfriends and girlfriends that don't ever get to meet each other, but okay. they're boyfriends and girlfriends. There'd be a way to work that out, I think. You know, we could make a little a little comedy, so they, thirty minute comedy. So they never meet. I mean, well, there's so we've in this quarantine time, we've realized how important it is to have like that one on one face to face connection. Mm-hmm. So do they, they never meet each other? They, well, they do have the opportunity to meet a few different times. And pre COVID, we hosted events, school events each month in the areas, different areas throughout the state. But this year, we've really tried to reinvent that, make the virtual events super fun so they'll want to come. So even last month, February, we had a baking contest. So we sent all the students the baking supplies, the like piping tips, all the good stuff. And we all met one day virtually and we like decorated the cakes. They talked about their cakes. So, and we have game night once a month. So we really do push to also make sure they can make connections um, during their time with us. So they have that high school experience. So they ha- yeah, yeah. Yeah. To, yeah. We try as hard as we can to kind of help them make connections with one another, but there are, of course, there are challenges here and there, but we try as hard as we can. <laughs> Is there a Whitmore prom? There is not a Whitmore prom. Not yet, I should say. Not yet. We may be working on it. Boy, what a PR move that would be. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, maybe not this year. I yeah, don't know. yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're doing proms, right? We could do homecoming in the fall. Like Lexington, and I, I've seen several of my, I have friends that are florists because mm-hmm. I've been in the wedding business for 15 years. <laughs> yeah. I don't like, you know, hang out with florists, but, they, yeah. but, they, but my florist friends have been posting about the prom being back on and they're like oh. super excited, like prom's yeah. back on. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah. Yeah. And so um, I need to have my corsages stack. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> And I know, like, thinking back on my high school experience, it mm-hmm. wasn't super good, except for the prom was always really good. Really you know, if I got a date. If I had a good. date, it was good. Um, so I, I, I'm interested in, um, in platforms because it sounds like you focus a lot on traditional media, radio and print and, and OTT and, and um, uh, broadcast. So yeah. what, um, tell, me, tell me what the decision is to do the traditional media versus uh, things like, you know, Certainly Instagram, but but also the newer platforms. Why uh, why why yeah. the focus on the traditional media? We just know it works. It okay. kind of yeah. It, when students come to us, they're like, "We saw your ad on such and such a news station." We're like, "Oh, wonderful, good to hear." So um, in that way, we we know it works. Um, we know we're getting out there in front of our our students and their families. Um, and traditionally, the news stations have been able to say, you know, we get this many views. You'll see this many people click on your ad. So it's just been successful in that in that platform in that way. Um, but we've also seen a super great amount of success with digital ads. And we think, of course, purely that's because we can track that and we can say, okay, we got 10,000 clicks over the last six months. Sure. So that's been super successful too. But I think people also, they still like kind of that personal human interaction, seeing that, you know, like, oh, there's somebody I can talk to. You know, they enjoy being able to say, picking up the phone and be like, hi, I'd like to speak with someone about this school. Tell me more, you know? Yeah. So in a traditional sense, that way we we've seen super a lot of success. Yeah, cool. Well, you know the and the what's very interesting about be, you being very young. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. Yeah, that's, you know, sure. obvious. <laughs> you know that you you said you were just a year out of college. Yeah, yeah. I'm just making sure. an assumption. That's right. Um, <laughs> but right. you know the the uh, the the sort of uh, common idea is that young people focus on digital first, mm-hmm. and it's interesting to hear that that balance of traditional and digital. Um, in there. Um, Have you done a comparison between the traditional and the digital just to see kind of which actually really returns more? You know, in detail, I'd say not yet, not yet, but we've seen, um, so our most successful campaign so far 
with me uh, Essie Whitmore has been um, with WIFF up, up in Greenville, which is the local news station in Greenville. Right. Um, but in comparison, the digital ads with Instagram, Facebook, Twitter have been super successful too. The difference I would say is when it comes to traditional media, you can't always track it. So we don't know exactly, you know, where these students are coming from. Where it's easier to say, okay, they saw us on Instagram, click here, and it brought them straight to our site. Um, so, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I mean, there's yeah. a there's a branding element to it. So you you kind of you see it on TV, you see it on a billboard, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden you see it on your phone. Yeah. Well, and frankly, for you guys, you're not you know branding is what you're doing, right? I mean, you're not you know you're not really you. It's not really as much a sales process for you as mm -hmm. it is making sure that the brand is out there. So that makes a lot of sense. Um, I, I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm interested in that just because I I like the I, I like the balance. Mm -hmm. I like the idea of um, of balance and you know and sort of uh, pushing that pushing those traditional ideas uh, forward if you can use them effectively. Yeah. And I think that's the, I think that's the hard part is that, um, so talk about, uh, we, we had a discussion earlier this week. We did a, um, I think it was AMA. Yeah. AMA did a, 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 work, a seminar thing uh, at lunch and the girl talked a lot about KPIs. Okay. So key performance indicators. Sure. Like what, how do you know that you're successful? Yeah. So when you, when you get a campaign out there, you put something on TV or digital or whatever it is, how do you know that it worked? Yeah, um, so traditionally, we're going to try something a little different this year, but traditionally we've run our enrollment slash re-enrollment campaign from about July 4th to early September, just because that's traditionally when we see most people enrolling in school. Um, but, so the way we would measure it would be by the first day of school, how many students do we have uh, enrolled at SC Wimmer School? And traditionally, we've done pretty well, and this year we've done very well. Um, and we think it's because of multiple things. We've tried, we said a few different platforms this year. Of course, the pandemic has, has been here. Um, but uh, if we can, on the first day of school, say we have a certain amount of students, we know we've been successful with our campaign. That's awesome. So it's, you know, butts and chairs is the way we like to call it. So you've got, <laughs> so you've got people like, like, Enrollment is, is yeah, one of those. Exactly. But do you also track retention? We like do. How many of those? We do. How many of the kids try it out and then leave and then continue multiple years mm -hmm. to get their degree? Like, what's the retention? Do you have a keep a retention rate? We do keep a retention rate. I don't know it off the top of my head, but that's important too. And that's why going back to those uh, school events, the student experience, and going back to having educators who are invested in a virtual education are super important because the day-to-day -day of that student's um, time with us is so important and valuable because we want them to stay with our school and we want them to hopefully bring friends and, and colleagues and maybe cousins to SU Whitmore School to say, you know, I really enjoyed it. Please stay and please try it out with us. And that's how we like to say we're helping with retention in that path. Yeah. yeah. Well, and one of the conversations we just had with somebody else that was NPR, she talked about uh, culture, like mm -hmm. an internal culture, you know, uh, spreading out, spreading external. And so I think important. that's really important. Like yeah. if the kids have a great experience, then the kids are going to talk to other kids. That's right. And I have a feeling, especially high school age, they're going to listen to each other yes. probably more than yeah. an ad or, you know, anything else. And so yeah. what do you guys do to make sure that they're talking about it in the right way? That do they're you? having a good time. Yeah. yeah. We try to be super, uh, 
deliberate, super personal, super involved um, when it comes to just, just our students' experience. If we know that our student is a basketball player and we have a teacher or a staff member that's in your area, we might try to pop by and, you know, just support them and say, you know what, we're so proud of you, that's awesome, you know, or just just other things similar to that. Um, they, they enjoy getting to talk with each other and like you said, their communication with one another is so important. Um, so even when it comes to like stuff like game night, we want them to be able to plan it, pick the games, talk to their peers, create that culture so they can go tell friends who aren't at Whitmore, um, hey, yeah, we have this really great game night and you would probably love it, so you need to attend SC Whitmore School. You know, <laughs> something similar, maybe a lot like that. Um, but it's just so important for them to be able to have that positive experience so they can share it with one another, you know? And right now we're seeing a lot of students um, who are in the same church group. They're all coming. So to me that says, you know, somebody in that church said, I see Whitmore is great and you should come try it out. And we see those kids come to different events together and I'm like, oh, you already know each other. They're like, yeah, we go to church together. I'm like, okay, very nice, you know? So we see it firsthand that um, the small things that we do make, make a big difference and it shows that we care about them, which is also another benefit of our school. So, um, Maybe in comparison to traditional school, our teachers are able to sit down and, you know, have one-on-one -on -one conversations with our students and learn about them so we can really create that relationship with our students and get to know them on a personal level. That's all great stuff. Yeah. I, I love it. Um, and I think, I think, you know, that, that focus on uh, making sure the kids have a great experience is, is certainly got to be a top tier of your oh, marketing, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. You know, and so... Um, all of that's all of that's awesome. So talk about your in-person graduation. That's yeah. the thing that we worked with you guys most sure. on. Um, what's the for a virtual school? What's the drive to do an in-person graduation? Yeah. Um, it's important just because you did it. Like you graduated high school, K through 12, you did it. Um, so it's, it's just so important, especially with us being virtual. Um, it's something for our students to look forward to. They get to go in person, they get to walk across the stage. Kind of, you know, when we're all growing up, maybe, I don't know, sixth grade, you're like, you know, when I graduate high school, you have this feeling of walking across the stage. Maybe even you have a thought of, oh no, do I trip? And does everyone see me fall? Just different thoughts. So I think, everyone as humans, we have um, this thought of graduation and we wanna make sure we can fulfill that, I guess, dream in many senses of the, of the way. Um, so yeah, our traditional graduation is June, early June, um, similar to a lot of traditional schools. And our students come from across the state of South Carolina, typically in Columbia. Um, they order their cap and gowns. It's very traditional in this sense. They decorate um, the hats. They decorate the hats. Um, they walk across the stage. It's the music, the commencement speakers. Your parents are screaming and yelling for you. So happy. Um, you get your diploma. It's all it's all the good stuff that you would imagine in a graduation. They they toss the caps, pictures, photo booths. You name it, hopefully we've got it in this traditional graduation. And um, we've got the valedictorian, the salutatorian. Um, yeah, it's Plus just a clown. great time. You know, we don't do that one. <laughs> we don't do that one. But it's, it's you know, the traditional graduation in a sense that we're celebrating our students and showing that they did it. This is a big milestone in their life, and we're, we're so excited for you. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And it's uh it, it is a it is a very traditional graduation. I've yeah. been to, to a lot of them over the years, videoed a lot of them over yeah. the years. <laughs> and uh, it's very interesting how 
atypical the school is, mm -hmm. how typical the graduation is. Yeah. So I think that's a, definitely a tribute to your team. Um, so, um, so I think the the last thing I, I'm I'm kind of interested in um, your uh, your intention to go into broadcast mm -hmm. because I've I've had um, I've had several people who work with me. Yeah. Not just Jessica, but like other people who have gone into broadcast. Um, and um, Jessica's the only one I've known to stick with it for a while. You yeah. stuck with it for a minute, yeah. I right? Had no intention of going into broadcast. No. Yeah. It actually, so, but I think the people that intend to go into broadcast, yeah, they get there and they go, ooh, I don't really want yeah. to do this anymore. Um, but your personality is, every time you and I have talked, you have been super bright and positive and, oh, you know, you. all of those kind of things. I'm, I'm curious as to what, how much you feel like personality lends into your job and, um, and you know, how that drives the, the way that the Whitmore School talks. Yeah, I think... Um you know, that's just me. I just, I, you know, some people like it, some people don't. Some people I'm overwhelming and that's okay. I'm just Ashton at the end of the day. Um, but I think, you know, at Whitmore, and I think this is why it's worked so well for me there. It's just, it's a culture of super positive, supportive people. And when you feel that at your workplace, you can, you can convey that to the community. Um, so, I, I like to think that I'm in this position because I, I love people, I love talking to people, and I love to see people being su super successful. Um, that was one of the biggest hiccups for me in broadcast because, you know, the reality of it is you're not going to always get to tell the super happy, positive stories. And that just really hurt my heart. <laughs> and I love the opportunity at SC Whitmore to have the chance to talk about, you know, school and you can be successful. And it may be hard now, but if you keep pushing, you can get to where you want to go, you know? So... That's how I like to look at it. <laughs> that's awesome. That's, yeah. a great, that's a great way. That's to, the best way to look at it. That's a, that's a, I mean, I wish I could look at it that way, but, uh, but you know, I'm old, so oh, I can't. You can still do it. So tired. You, can, you, you know? got this. Go back <laughs> and get that just, master's in PhD. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you know, it is. Maybe I should. You know, you know it's like, uh, I got to do something with myself, you know, at some point. Um, well, Ashton, thank you so much for yeah, coming in. Um, that was super yes, cool to talk you. to you. And we yeah. look forward to seeing you at graduation. Yeah, June 5th. All right. Hopefully stay, it's a beautiful day. Stay tuned. We'll uh, we'll have another another podcast one day soon. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe <laughs> to the YouTubes. They have the this the big button there. Hit it. <laughs> it's red. Red button. Hit the I red button. I love it. We we always throw our Walter Cronkite character in at the end. It's it's very important. That's gonna be our thing. <laughs>